you know, guys, um, I'm deciding I want to start something that that I can help to heal from. And it's journaling this process that I'm going through as I'm trying to heal my hurt, um, push past grief, find and, and tap into my true purpose and passions and just maintain my love for God, despite feeling like he gave up on me. Um, I'm walking into my Jesus year, April 15th, and I feel like my heart has been crucified, right? And that's how I feel like I can relate to to tapping and walking into my Jesus year. Like my heart has been literally dislodged from my body, Um stones thrown at it, thorns in it, very heavy. And I have to be resurrected. I have to get up. I have to walk. I have to, you know, like breathe life back into my heart and move the stones out my way and keep walking and persevering and finding purpose. And that's where I am with my life. And so you know, I'm I'm whole enough. I'm not whole, but I'm whole enough. I'm healed enough. Let me say that to be able to even formulate my thoughts and feelings. Right. Um, as I understand it from going to counseling, not I was being counseled through, you know, um, the loss of my brother and I never stopped. It was continuation from November 2020 until, you know, um, when I lost my soulmate, I was still in counseling. And the day before, November 16th, the day before um, my life changed forever, my counselor, I, I was just telling her of how much gratitude I had, how, how whole I felt, how um, grateful I felt just, you know, like trying to, she was telling me about these corner, cornerstone moments. And like, she was like, I want you to come up with every cornerstone. And the cornerstone moment is, you know, being able to capture a moment in time that has been significant. And as it relates to God showing up and showing out, like him doing things for you and coming through when you felt like he wouldn't. And just things just working out for the better good. And so she wanted me to, you know, like I speak to these moments a lot. And she was like, I want you to have like just kind of um, have a running list of all of your cornerstone moments. So when you really need them, that you'll have them. And that was one of my assignments that I was supposed to do. And I never got around to doing it because the very next day, my whole life shattered. Um, But I had a few written down because we would talk about them. And I feel like I tell people I feel like God prepared me for this spiritually. That's what I mean when I say I feel like I was prepared. It wasn't like I had no insight. I'm not a psychic or anything, but spiritually he prepared me because I did have some cornerstone moments. I had spoke of some. I had thought of some. I didn't get around to writing them down. But through the hardest time of my life, like I said, feeling like my heart has been crucified. Um, I have these moments that I know that's lodged in my mind, that I know that God is going to bring me through this. And, you know, like I was about to say about going through counseling, I understand there are five stages of grief. There is denial. There's anger. 
Um, there's bargaining, there's depression, and there's acceptance. And, you know, you could talk to any therapist, psychologist, you can do any research. There is no, it, it doesn't go in order. They, they do their own thing. And I know for me, like I said, I'm healed enough to be able to speak on it. Um, but the place that I am as I speak right now, I'm in that depression phase. And I'm a person, it's very hard to like really accept and me to utter the words that I'm depressed. Like that just feels so extreme. And I would probably like even even as I say it, it feels weird for me to say that I'm depressed. But truly, guys, <laughs> I'm depressed. And I have to be honest with myself because I'm hurting. It's a hurt that I have that's embedded so deep in me that I have to like avoid. I have to avoid most of my days and. Whether I acknowledge them or not, underneath, you know, in, in the depths of my mind, I can't stop thinking about, and then here comes the bargaining. I can't stop thinking about what could I have done? Could I have just begged him to be home this day? Um, could I have prayed a little harder? Could I have did anything myself? And I bargain. I try to bargain with God, you know, Um and and I, when I say I'm depressed right now, like that's where I am. That's I feel like that's the part I'm experiencing every stage of grief simultaneously. But the the one that really like I'm just sad. I'm super 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 sad. Um, I would literally give anything right now to change my circumstance. Anything. I even be bargaining with God. Like some people are like, oh, you have purpose. You know, God have something for you to do. God have something for you to talk about. You know, you 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 got black men deserve. You you trying to reach out to moms and children and and families and advocating. It's like you got purpose, and I just be trying to. That's when I bargain with God, and then I get angry too, and I just be like, God, I will get like, listen, I feel you, but I will give all of this to you for my family back, like. Why does my purpose have to be so entangled and hurt? And then I have to I come across, I meet people and hear different stories. And it seems like everybody's purpose is entangled and lodged in her. That it's, you hear any person that is doing a great work. They had to go through something so tragic, so hurtful, so, so painful. And I guess that's just the mysterious way that God works. And I just like, God, like, but why? It couldn't have been nothing else. Couldn't have been nothing else. I want my family back. I'm depressed. I have to parent alone. Like anybody who knows me, listen, I could be so mad at my man. Be irritated than a mug and talk all type of BS. <laughs> But at the end of the day, when I actually would sit back and think about it, do you want to really do this alone? My answer is no. And I would tell any woman, like, fight for your family. Things not going to be perfect, but fight for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, try to figure out where the median ground is. Like, get a therapist, get a mediator, whatever it is, but fight for it. Because when y'all come on the other side, 
you'll feel so victorious. Your kids can benefit so much. You will benefit so much. Like any, if you talk, just seek wisdom, right? You seek wisdom from women who've been where you are and they came to the other side. It's like it's so much beauty on the other side. And I could, I just always had this, this insight to knowing, yes, beauty on the other side. So I would fight for it, you know? And now that I don't have the, the option to fight for it and I'm in this by myself um, and just seeing this long road ahead to where my daughter start wanting to have boyfriends, crushes and all that. And my son, the same thing, want to start liking girls or, you know, just want to tr- just lash out and hormones start to rage and adolescent years and stuff. I'm like, my right hand is not on my hand, my body no more. Like it's gone. And it's just like, I ain't left-handed. So it's just about to be a very complicated a very complicated job to perform using a hand that I don't even like. I mean, yes, I'm involved in my parenting, but it's just like, like I said, I ain't left-handed. I do everything with my right hand and I ask, I consult with my right hand, you know? So I'm talking in these metaphors and, uh, but speaking literal as well. So I hope y'all can follow the thread. Um, but I just, I just ultimately, I just feel depressed and I feel very hurt and I feel like I'm trying to find like what are the best ways to heal? What are the best ways to get to my joy? How can I do it? How can I get to a place where I feel joy again, where I feel like I want to like just really enjoy life and allow God to take me on this roller coaster of just life, you know, and of course I'm not there. I'm not in a rush to get to that point of just, just enjoying all of this stuff. Cause I mean, I, most of my enjoyment of just exploring life came with doing it with a significant other, with my person, with my soulmate, with Adolf and with him not being here and just being here in spirit, which is so Sometimes it can feel just so mystical because I can say I'm experiencing him. I'm experiencing him. And in so many different ways, I feel like I do. But I'd be like, the way I want to experience him, the way I want to hug him, hold him, love on him, lay on him. That's the experience that I'm looking for. And when I realize the reality of it is, no way, no matter how positive I could be about it I will never get that opportunity and so I get depressed in that thought I never get that opportunity um and I'm not coming on here just to be sad and just to you know (laughs) somebody else depressed like yeah I feel you let's go slit our wrists together that's not the purpose the purpose is that no matter how depressed no matter how hurt no matter how angry I feel I still am like faithful that God got my back and that he gonna pull me through and I got these cornerstones these cornerstones that that I've seen him work miracles and work his power his power 
power in my life in so many other instances. And I know he still got me. He still has my children. And I know that even the man that Adolf was, the seeds that he sowed when he was here, God going to still honor him. And we're going to be okay. And I'm going to be okay. So I wanted to share this. I wanted to share this because if you're a person and you're depressed and you're grieving the loss of a person, a loved one, or you're grieving the loss of a job, or you're grieving the loss of anything, and you just feel like you're angry and that you're in denial or you're depressed and just all of the many stages of grief. I didn't speak on all of them because there were a few more I didn't say. But if you're experiencing any level of grief, don't give up. And I want you, like my therapist asked me to do that I never physically got to do, like in terms of writing them down. But I want to encourage you to write down the cornerstone moments. When has God showed up like he was an on-time God? Like it was something going on and you didn't think that you could pay a bill or you didn't think that you was going to get it, get accepted or whatever it was. Speak to that moment, write it down. And every moment that he brought you through, write them down because those are your cornerstones. So when life shows its ass, when it hands it over to you and say, deal with it, you can be able to grab that book. You can be able to, to whatever, look on your notes and your phone, check your email that you done flagged and saved is important because when you need it to see those cornerstone moments and be reminded of all the times God said yes, of all the times that he came through when you didn't see him even feeling like he, he knew what was going on in your life. I want you to hold on to those moments and speak into him, speak life into him and just say, I know that he going to pull me through. Have faith. Let that be the cornerstone moment that holds down, anchors down your faith. Cause that's what I'm doing. And when people speak to my strength, <laughs> listen, I I'm not, I'm not super, superhuman. I ain't a robot. I have feelings and I'm depressed. <laughs> Shit. I'm not happy over, over here. There's nothing happy about my life right now. Other than me being able to see my children, see, see, be able to see the good work and the things God just holding me. And some days I feel like I should probably feel heavier than, than I, than I actually feel like I am because it's like he's holding me up or something. That strength is a supernatural. It's a spiritual strength that I can only attribute it to. It's nothing else. It's not like, oh, my mind is just so strong. And even if it is a mentally strong place to be at. Like I said, that's that's literally because I'm putting my mind in a plate, like in a spiritual place. I'm putting my mind, I'm like asking God, like, can you come and like fill in these spaces and gaps and, and voids and holes in my mind and, and give me strength? I'm asking for his strength because honestly, if I had to rely on myself, I would have none. I would have none. If I didn't have cornerstone moments to hold on to, I would have like I would have zero faith and I would feel like what's the purpose? But it's a lot of purpose. And I just ask God every day to help to reveal it and give me strength to be here, be a beacon of light for my children so they can be able to see their purpose and they can continue their assignment while they're here. So for anybody that's experiencing a similar thread of what I just spoke to, identify your cornerstones and hold them close and dear to your heart and stand firm on them, knowing that like you will be good. God got you. It ain't the end for you until he says that it is. I love you.